Shema ath debar azeh ashar debar alai alakim Yisrael. I want to thank your rabbi, Michael Moorhead, for quoting some of what I said so long ago. Let me share a few more things I spoke in the name of the Lord. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O people of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up out of the land of Egypt. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Hear this word, O cows of Bashan, who extort from the poor, who crunch the needy. Woe to those who desire the day of Yahweh. What is the day of Yahweh to you? It is darkness, not light. Now, I know I have been labeled as one of the more vehement prophets. But you'd be yelling too if you knew what was really going on in my country. The ruling elite and governing class were becoming more corrupt with each passing year. They comprised 3% of the population and owned more than 70% of the land. The ruling elite were known to treat the peasants as less than human, like, like animals. They were referred to as brood or herd. Now, my name, Amos. Amos means burden, to carry or deliver. I carried the burdens of my people. You may know that I was a dresser of sycamore trees. The sycamore bore a fruit that was very common in the diet of the poor, and it had to be pinched before it could be eaten. And that's part of what I did. I am also a humble shepherd from Tekoa, which is 10 miles south of Jerusalem and five miles south of Bethlehem. I was called by God and found my voice in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Joash, king of Israel, two years before the quake. I prophesied just before 722 B.C., and you might remember 722 was the fall of Samaria to the Assyrians. It was a time of oppression when the elite seized paramonial land for prebendal estates through the oppressive use of interest and loans. And many of the lands that were taken were converted to, they were converted to vineyards and, and olive orchards, which meant less grain for ordinary people. They perverted justice and their overlords and judges were all in cahoots. They promoted a corrupt market and manipulated the economy. They participated in great revelry, the festivities and, and lavish lifestyle of the ruling elite was proportional to the suffering of our peasants. Has it ever occurred to you that the wasteful consumption of one 
reduces calories available to another whose margin of survival may be very, very thin. The land is not able to bear your words. Amaziah the priest said, very correctly of my message. What he did about it, why, that was something altogether different. But he was correct. He was correct in noting the unacceptability of unpleasant truth. And truth is so important. Speaking truth to power. Because that's a very different problem that we all have to face in private life and in public life. But let me tell you, let me tell you something right now. Affluence does not buy morality. Samaria. Now, Samaria was the capital and primary center of urban power. The righteous ones, well, the righteous ones, they were the peasants. Yahweh was the God of Israel, and Israel was the people of God. And so the well-off reasoned that, therefore, Yahweh would give them prosperity. Obedience leads to blessing, and disobedience leads to curse. Here's the thing. Israel's special calling does not entitle her to special privileges, but only to greater responsibility. That may seem like bad news at first, but in the end, it is good news. God's good news for all people. The question of social justice today, in your time, is just as pressing an issue as ever. In our day, people were taking advantage of others all the time, and that was the way of the world. And so it's little wonder that the Bible records God's instructing the people of the land to redistribute wealth once every seven years. It was called the year of Jubilee. Whenever there are large numbers of poor people, there's a connection to how rich a small number are. And when the year of Jubilee was neglected, the only way we were going to get with it was when the poor got organized and wrested power away from the powerful. There's no place for reform as long as there's no recognition of the problem. So what is at the heart of my cry? Socioeconomic injustice. The powerful have oppressed the powerless, the ruling elite, the poor. God rejects the way things are and will reverse it. I knew it and I proclaimed it. For oppression, war. For revelry, wailing. For the sentence of Yahweh was to be war, exile, and death. I tried, I, I, I tried to warn the people of Samaria, but Samaria fell. In your day, race is very much a part of it. I'm just saying. It's been part of your country's problems 
from early slave days. And you need to make it right. As one of your sayings puts it, if the shoe fits. You have a lot of bad news right now, but good news is possible. You know what the issues are. You know what the Lord calls you to do. And you can do something about it to make things right. So, what will you do? My message still applies today. You see, my friends, I can't do it anymore. I'm only a voice crying from the past. I proclaim to you here and now what I proclaimed back then. Let justice, let justice roll down like flowing waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Now. Now? Now, it's up to you to work out the irrigation system. Shalom and Hamein.